All right, you guys ready? Let's do this. You're listening to the best of the best of the best. This is like proof of the supernatural. This is not the first goal scored by a hand this month. What? You made your own luck. You win by winning. When he plays, he scores. You're a pouty baby that doesn't deserve to be a baby. He's just a beardo. See, si, senor, I would like the pollo ranchero, por favor. I'm just going to pour myself another bourbon and just let this thing roll. <laughs> All right, welcome to the latest edition of the FPL America podcast. This is David Smith. Brian Shusko, do you want to, do you want our other man to say something sure i think it's a perfect time i wanted to go into it like that and then say we in right. lieu of scott being here today it's been a while this is not the first time that you have been on but we have a guest host uh travis hoag heg heeg Tra- brian i don't might need a how to say why don't you just let him uh, say it? uh, it's hoig hoig i yeah. didn't even get it yeah it's good in yeah. my face, as usual. I've been called all those things, though. Uh, okay, I love that. Travis, welcome, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Good to have you. Uh, hopefully, um, you can uh, make sense of the shenanigans that Brian and I typically will produce, and I'm sure you will have many, many sharp things to say. Welcome, Travis. Thank you. Good to be here. It is good to have you. And so, Brian, it seems like, look, I could go on and gushing. This is not an Arsenal podcast, even though I'd love it to be. Yeah. As they continue to remain, I mean, it felt like for years this was a Liverpool podcast. As uh, Travis, as you are, uh, sure. I mean, Scott's gone, but we there's still a Liverpool supporter sitting in that chair. Right. Not that there's anything wrong with that, although it is odd to see Liverpool struggle, and we will get to them here in a bit. But Brian, with with Arsenal continuing to be, I keep joking about it. It started as a joke a long time ago, early in the season on the podcast. Arsenal's still top of the table, so I'm going to continue to keep mentioning it. But there's plenty of other things to talk about other than Arsenal Football Club. That's true. There was a Game Week 21 that just happened, and uh, Game Week 22 is uh, two weeks away, so there's might as well talk about some of the things that could affect Game Week 22. If there's two things this podcast needed, it was <laughs> more yeah. talk about Arsenal yeah. Yeah. and also yeah. Liverpool. So, yeah, I'm sure yeah. anyone Listen. who is listening to this will appreciate that both yes. of those things For can sure. now continue on the You're way, just the way they have. I can it. tell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is right. Well, fantastic. Well, uh, I listen, we're going to try to cover everything we need to in Match Week 21. Also, as a, the transfer window is coming to a close soon, I think it's going to be closed before we record again. If only there was a way to know that. Transfer window will be closing a week from tonight. So next week when we record, it'll probably be closed since we typically record on Tuesday night. So anyways, we'll try to mention what we know up to now, any relevant players. There have been a lot of players. Not all of them have been uh, worth mentioning yet that we know of because some of them have just been smaller names that aren't as relevant. But there have been a few relevant moves, and I think it's be pertinent to mention those. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's talk about uh, let's talk about all these things. Let's get into it. Where should we start, Travis? Uh, any idea where we should start? Should you think we should just start with the Arsenal United, or should we move to City Wolves? Like, pick a spot. 
pretty sure this is your podcast. I know. Well, so, I mean, look, as a guest, do you ever have a plan when you? Yeah, yes. Well, <laughs> usually the plan guy is not is in that chair. Yeah. And oh, then, so that's and why then, I. So I have to. Well, the first game was born with Forrest, but that was really. Boring. Oh no, we're not. That, yeah, we're gonna skip right. First over match that one. of the weekend was Chelsea Liverpool. That's true. That's correct. True. That's true. Yeah, I so, skipped that one because well, I don't want to think about that, it. If, okay. if the first thing I that's the first question I'm I not had, doing this to rub it in either. I well, promise. just because we know we. I mean, I tried I, to pull one over. <laughs> we've gotten the the perspective from Scott as many times as he's been, as he's been here, and this season has been largely down as far as Liverpool is concerned. Yeah, but. Now that you're here, Travis, what is actually wrong with them this season? What really is the problem? Yeah. Scott won't yeah. answer it because <laughs> for him, it's just all it's it started out as not necessarily all doom and gloom, but it right. it is just it has stayed so uh be- a- average or below average all season that I just the best that we've gotten out of him, I think is just it's a bad year. They've performed mid-table and their rewards are mid table in, in, in that's their point point total right mid table i think the really interesting mm. thing about the chelsea liverpool game was that it was really kind of tongue in cheek pitched as a mid table battle because it was a big joke that you have these supposed top 4 top 5 teams it, it almost never happens never. and yeah, i think right? that's why At least it not was in the premier league era right 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 as long as i've been following Sure, and uh, honestly, both teams are struggling. Uh, Liverpool probably more so. Uh, their league position obviously reflects that, but their style of play has definitely shifted from the heavy metal football that Jurgen Klopp, you know, came in however many years ago, uh, touting, and it is shifted to a, to honestly that the comparisons are Arsene Wenger, right? Yeah, and they've they've hit those same stagnant strides and. Honestly, a lot of that comes with the lack of intensity, go figure, given that their assistant managers put out a, a, a novel published intensity about all the great intense things really? that they've done over the years. So uh, the biggest issue is the personnel that they've got are not the personnel, especially in the middle of the park, not the personnel that are going to play the style of or the brand of, of football that they have, have played in, in, in seasons past and been successful at. Yeah. So uh, you look at, you know, especially Thiago in this last match uh, against Chelsea. I mean, the fact that a guy with his technical abilities is losing the ball or giving away the ball as cheaply as he was, I think speaks volumes to the fact that their midfield is really, really struggling. And it's because they're just playing a technical brand instead of a pressing brand. Um, and it, And because their transition play has been so poor, at that weak midfield, their defense is struggling. They're being put into positions that they shouldn't be put into. It doesn't seem like they have, at least name-wise, a weak midfield. But it's been showing itself on the on game days more often than not. And I guess that's probably the biggest weird thing is, look, I'm I, it's, obviously I'm an Arsenal fan, not a Liverpool fan. And I used to, you know, seeing Liverpool have so much success over the last five years – to now all of a sudden not see that, it, even for me, it's just weird. Like, what's yeah. going on? You see it early and you're like, can it keep going on? Can it keep going on? Brian, you've continued to owe Salah for way longer than you should have. and yeah, But you kept thinking the same thing. Yeah. Is this still going to go pass. on? Is this, yeah. Is, yeah. Is it going to pass? What's going on? And I just wonder if it's not something, not only is it with desire, and I know Pep had to go into the locker room 
uh, this past weekend, not for the Wolves match, but it was before the Wolves match. Sure. When they who were they playing? They were down one nothing at half. Who but yes, they, they, yeah, they were down. He goes in, and then they come back and what? They score three right off the bat. Was it? Much. It was Spurs. They're down two. They're down two. It was a Thursday Spurs. match. Right. Yeah. They're down two zero to Spurs at half. To a Spurs team that doesn't like first halves at home. Right. That just says just how yeah. bad City you're right. Is playing, you're right. Spurs right? has been a second half just team all absolutely. season. Right. Yeah. It was. This, it was was game two of their of the City double that was disappointing sure. for just about everybody. <laughs> um, Hold on, I wasn't done. Go ahead, on motivation. Go ahead. Yeah. My point being yeah. is he sees a lackluster team out there that's not sure. giving the proper effort. He gives them a rah-rah either. I'm guessing he went in there and said, this is our season. Sure. So you either decide to show up in the second half or or don't even show up the rest of the season. I, I think that's probably what he said. Because well, the, post-match, the post-match of that game, it was – Jack Grealish and man of the match Riyad Mahrez, who were answering all the questions at, at, after yeah. that was over, and but they both kind of said the same thing: like we we weren't playing bad, like we we basically dominated everything but those last two mistakes, which was a Ederson mistake right. that right. cost them the first goal, and right. then you know, and then a really great you know a really great setup, you know, I think off of you know just another counterattack right at the end of half and. But yeah, I'm sure that the, the halftime speech was not. Uh, they weren't playing great, but they weren't playing inspired either. And Liverpool isn't playing inspired by any stretch of the imagination. Right. And there's nothing that Klopp yeah. can say. I know that's where you're getting. That to is. With that's what I was trying right. to eventually right. get right. to. No, right? I get you. It's like, like City, the same thing on some level. No one's just going to lay down for you as much as you think they will. And then, but the, it's almost like the the, the margins of error are so small in the Premier League. That if you don't have absolute hunger in every yeah. match, then you have a chance of losing it, and and it just it shows itself in those ways. When City plays um, uh, Southampton in the FA Cup, and they end up losing, or was it FA Cup or Carabao Cup? I can't remember. It doesn't matter at this point. Is there a difference? It's a cup match. Fair, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, it, it was a it cup match. Feels the same. Right? I think it was Carabao because. Southampton played Newcastle in the first leg of a Carabao Cup today, and if I okay, Newcastle was up one nothing last time I checked. Sure. Not that that matters. Anyways, that's my point. That being, was your Saints news break. <laughs> news flash: Saints update. This is not a Southampton podcast. So, moving on. I say all that to say, I think that on some level, Liverpool has had so much success over the last five years, and. On some level, they're just not playing inspired. I mean, if yeah. you look at like I've seen people say, "Well, we need more signings. Liverpool need no, to spend no. spend more." I know you and I talked about this briefly right. last week, and so as I'm pointing to Travis, um, in such that you don't need necessarily more signings because when you, when you look at the lineups, you have more talent out there than Brentford, you have more talent out there than Brighton, and yes, you could argue that you probably on that day had more talent on the field than Chelsea especially with all the Chelsea's injuries. So um, so why aren't you getting the results? And I think the only thing I can think of is either something's going on in training, Klopp's getting out-tacticked all of a sudden. I doubt that that's it. out It's not a word. I, I love using words that are not words. Yeah, no, that's yeah. good. And so anyways, I guess that's my point is like, I think they're a victim of their own success over the last five years. Same thing as City where it takes, even though we'll never know, I think Pep had to go into halftime and give them us uh, our seasons on the line here. If you lose this. the old uh, Sir Alex Ferguson hair dryer treatment, right? Uh, well, I don't know what that is, but yes, it sounds great. I, it, for me, as a bald man, 
I don't know what the hair dryer treatment. I, I don't be. use hair dryers either. So, <laughs> um, uh, no, I guess the big thing is Klopp's a motivator, right? So if there's a if there's a, a desire that's lacking, he should be able to to get it out of them, yeah. and he's not, which is what's concerning so much, right? Um, Tiago came out into the the press here recently and said that their their issues are not physical or tactical; they are psychological. That's um, not good. And I think that is uh, pretty telling. They're not using in- injuries as a crutch, even though they kind of could. I mean, you think Virgil van Dijk, Diogo Jota. Uh, uh, I mean, even Darwin was out here recently. Firmino's out. Uh, they've had injuries as well, right? Um, but to to lean on the psychological, um, that's a this mythical problem that uh, has no end in sight. That's interesting. And I don't blame the pundits for saying that Liverpool's going to miss out on top four. Um, but it's not going to take much when they decide to overcome that psychological issue. I would probably lean more with Scott to say um, they're going to they're going to be a problem well, for most Premier League teams. They have a lot of offensive talent that's not on the pitch. Yeah, uh, Jota and Diaz, obviously. Sure, right? uh, but some would argue that that's not where they're lacking. Yeah, as a problem, I mean, obviously having Virgil out with an injury is it. It's not what's the, the timeline there. February, end of February. Okay. But yeah, the bottom, was, bottom line is, weeks, though, I mean, even right? when he was playing, he wasn't playing well. No. He wasn't helping that he was on the pitch. Well, I, was still I, I was gonna say, I mean, you can you concede first and what it was like what whatever there you know, twelve out yeah, of fourteen I, I, games exactly or whatever. What like almost every game from like the you know, from March on last you know, last year, calendar year, they they conceded the first goal. They can they continue to give up goals. The one time, like everyone finally bails on any of the defensive assets was, pro- you know, no one had them when they played Chelsea, and of course yeah. it's nil nil, and yeah. anyone with Allison felt great because he was in bonus points. This guy, be... you had him, yeah, well, that's I did. fantastic. Um, um, not on purpose, but I did. <laughs> this so, but even just this week, the numbers are wild because Gakpo comes in. Uh, I don't think anyone was really surprised that he starts and, you know, there isn't any other attacking players. Everybody, you know, Darwin's just getting, you know, just getting back to where he can come off the bench. Gakpo, seven shots, more than anyone else in the Premier League this week. Most of those, similar, like you said before, uh, pre-pod, like the Solly March treatment where he was skying them. And so, but still, like... Solly March, I have beef with him this week. Seven shots from Gakpo... You just and then you look and no other Liverpool player had more than two. Yeah, two shots from Naby Keita. So n- not even Sal- Salah has one shot and created one chance. So the disappearance of Mo Salah as you know, t- you know like you brought it up here, Dave. I've, I asked myself that exact question week after week. Like, <laughs> what is he right. doing there? Right, it's like other. It's and then yeah. most weeks it's like. Does well, it feel like you're looking at someone else and you're asking like someone else why is that guy still in your lineup? It's and funny. then you realize it's yours at after the deadline's passed. It's like looking at your team and saying, well, "Now I'm sure there are other fires to put out more important <laughs> yeah. than that one." <laughs> that's not. And then, then like looking at it, like that's not even a fire. Look who it is. Look where he is in midfield right. or scoring for right. this season. Like it's not that. It's not that he's a problem. And then you look at it, it's like, oh, he actually is a problem. He's not doing anything. Well, and the problem with him is, though, that he's his price is so high that you either have to have two transfers saved up in order to make use of the money. Yeah. Or, and even then, you can't make use of the money. Or you got to burn your wild card or free hit in order to actually use the money to any, yeah. to any effect within you know a game week or two. 
which is kind of tough. Um, Darwin gets out there and gets his one shot on target in the match, at least. So kudos to Darwin for at least putting it on frame. But um, he looked good doing it, though. Bad, bad, bad stats all around. Is that more of a credit to Chelsea or a statement about the way Liverpool are playing right, right now? I'm not sure. I feel like it was kind of both, and I, I still, in the end, have to ask you the same question you guys do. What is Salah doing? Like, he's not in my team anymore. Okay. By the way, all right. Fair so, enough. It's it in my face. Right? Okay. But no, you, you wouldn't know that because you don't have access either to my mind or to my no, no, I don't. Uh, my internet. So. I will say it bears noting that if you are considering that Chelsea did something right there, they are playing with the new center back signing, who I can't pronounce his name, so I'm not going to try. It starts with a B, at but, least. Bashadili? And he Brian, played pretty well. Multiple. He played another, pretty well. And yeah. I, I will say this. Not only did they keep a clean sheet, he got his head or a part of his body on just about every uh, free kick scenario that they were in. Mm-hmm. So while I don't know that he's necessarily fantasy relevant, he could be a key player for them because they haven't been particularly strong in defense. Um, and historically they, they generally are Rudiger leaving is a pretty big hole, I guess to, to some degree. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, gone are the days where you're owning three Chelsea defenders, right? This guy might, might be something to, to, to look at. Well, what's interesting along with that is in and this continues to make me furious and blow my mind at the same time but there's tons of people out there that are owning keppa and i don't know if it's just for saves or if it's for thinking that he's actually going to get clean sheets but ironically here recently he has been getting clean Do sheets both. Yeah. yeah so that is you know in my face as there's multiple in your faces uh, that you could talk about <laughs> In my face, Keppa again. Well, if it, I as a Keppa owner, Dave, uh, I would have, if I was wild carding three weeks ago, I easily would have sent him out for someone else. And it, I'm sure, I mean, my first choice would have been Nick Pope, like a lot of other people. Right. It would have been a wash. I mean, it's it, they've they've been the same uh, on points. I think Pope is the form goalkeeper right now. Reyes uh, second or some somewhere close to that, but Kepa a ten and a nine. I mean, it's just and out, I know. out of and out of what cheap. felt like nowhere. He, right? That's, he's backup keeper money still, even with everybody adding. Yeah. Him. He's four point six, and I guess right. that's probably why people are owning him. And now Chelsea are starting to find well, their way into into some clean sheets, and Kepa's getting but, bonus points. But for this it. week, the the debate for most Kepa people and anybody who, you know, I'm not sure who's carrying. A, a non-Danny Ward second goalkeeper. Right. So anyone who had Keppa and Danny Ward, I mean, I, I, I'm sure I saw that plenty of times on FPL Twitter. People would sure. have played in, Ward in up. Yeah, over the, Keppa. Because the question was, like, you're you're talking about Keppa playing Liverpool or, or Ward playing, who did they have? It was Nottingham Forest, I think. Yes, right? correct. So I, I see where the – got two the, goals. No. Right. Uh, no, and they uh, scored – Forrest scored it, twice. It wasn't. It, I don't think it was Forrest. For it was Brighton. Brighton oh. scored two. Oh yeah. yeah. So it was, and I think it was. Uh, yeah, it was. They were home, and it was right. Chelsea at Anfield. Correct. And so that that was the debate. I think is what do you take the home keeper in a a slightly better, I guess, on paper matchup. For sure. 
which now because Salah might score, right? right? I yeah, mean, that that's was, exactly that was it. Me. And that was why I think part of it for for Salah was in keeping him was his record against Chelsea. He had right. scored, you know, however many times in a row against Chelsea, and it was you know you you think like, ah, oh, this can be it. And it was not it. And it wasn't even close to being it. There was no no threat of it nearly at all. And the one guy who felt like the biggest threat in the game was Chelsea, uh, was Mudrick, who you uh, oh, can just... Okay. He's already, we, he's already, already, you already just, broken the speed record. Yeah. Are you serious? Already yeah. broken the speed record for his... That's, a, that's an FPL. For Chelsea? He was for, for the what, league. like 15 for the minutes league. or something? He's already broken it for the league? Correct. So it wasn't my eyes deceiving me. No, he looks so threatening, and and as I'm watching it live, I'm thinking Arsenal made a mistake, or, or someone if, bring a stretcher if, for James if, Milner. If it came down to, you know, at some point, you have to say, obviously, people in the business knew what I what we were going to see once it happened. I'm not in the business, I'm just an innocent bystander. And once I saw it, I thought to myself, "Good Lord, we have made a mistake." Um, He's and, rapid. The, he is so fast. Every Premier Leaguer is fast. That Everyone is, is fast. Everyone's but, fast. Uh, but against James Milner, he looks even faster. Yes, on that, on TV, like, like when he yes. came on and he ran, you know, six feet from James Milner, I lost my mind. And luckily, he was, James Milner was pulled off very quickly. quickly. I was going to say, not Mil- for t- Milner, Milner had to clear him out on that one one yeah. of those plays. Yeah. Absolutely, and he essential. wiped him out. And, and if he had not, welcome, uh, welcome to the Premier League, as uh, he get get wiped maybe. out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, anyways, bottom line fast. is, look, and we need to move on this game. Just, We've yeah, probably been on this say, game a well, little no, long. I was going to say, just to wrap up, like I, I for for Liverpool purposes, like there's there's nothing there's nothing enjoyable about watching them they're not fun they're not fun to watch Mm-mm. uh especially if you're invested the, yeah for I sure they're you know as a as somebody who's neutral I'm a little negative toward <laughs> but no but i mean just neutral <laughs> Thank i mean you for your honesty but but i mean even on even for people on this podcast i had andy robertson for multiple weeks to start this just right. thinking like no no he, his form going into the World Cup break looked really yes. good. It looked like he was kind of back. The numbers backed him up. That first game after the World Cup, I think they did. They were yes. okay. And then it has just been like a steady decline and decline and decline. And now, like, not fun, not producing. And um, what's their schedule? Do they even do they have a schedule that even that, that lends itself to them in, in any way? I, to me, I just, I just, I'm looking at it as a, like, I know the advice from multiple people on this podcast for weeks and weeks has been, no, no, get like, rid of your Liverpool. You should get rid of all of them, Scott. Yeah. A Liverpool fan saying definitively, I do not want any of them. I have none of them in my team, and it's like, well, it's been a while since it, I've had any of them. You're, well, you're, you're biased. You're biased for your team against them. Well, they got to play Brighton. In the cup, they've got Wolves, Everton, Newcastle. Everton is going to be a real fun Merseyside Derby without Frank Lampard there. God knows who they're going to bring in. Yeah. Uh, and Wolves, we've played 10,000 times through cup competitions. It seems recently. like you're always playing Wolves. So I wonder if, I wonder if, um, caretaker uh, training ground manager Leighton Baines can <laughs> get the best out of. Is that what, who's. 
been yeah. named really? Leighton Baines and oh, someone. Uh, I was hoping it was going to be Big over, Dunk. Uh, they're going to take over training duties until they appoint the new manager. But like Men and Blazers said earlier today, the reports are Bielsa. So uh, Bielsa was one of the names. And then Sam Allardyce was one of the other reported names. And so Men and Blazers so said, Allardyce if you're, they just said, the if, drop, you're, why wouldn't if you're, if your strategy is Bielsa or Allardyce, you have no strategy. Like you have no idea what you're doing. If that's your, if that's who you're yeah. looking at. And then someone said too, like if it's Bielsa coming in, it takes, they, I think it was them too. Like just that it takes, it takes time for his system, for the players to build up to his yeah. system. And this Everton team is such a shambles there. They might be up for sale. I mean, I think that there's, was one of the yeah, other, there's no Bielsa players within the Everton team right now. Very, very and, few. And Newcastle least. was one of the reported targets. They're trying to get Anthony Gordon. So one of the players that probably could actually do that could probably keep up right. with the demands of a style like that probably isn't going to be Anthony there before Gordon the deadline. Right. Before the deadline's over. Yeah. So I have no idea. I would imagine that if there was a game that the calendar is not just already circled anyway for Liverpool, it would be game week 23 home to Everton, a game that could end similar to the Bournemouth game 9-0 yeah. in favor of Liverpool. Well, Andy Robertson is not a bad own on that one. I would say if you still own him, it's probably not a bad idea to hang on to him. He was at the <laughs> he was at the end of my bench this this week. With his six points, yeah, I, I, that's brutal. Not expecting that, yeah. but, uh, but again, I don't, think, I don't, I don't necessarily think you need to have a fire sale on them if you're still holding on to them. Uh, I, there is op- options. Out I know, there. but that's the same line of thinking. Yeah, yeah I, I sound a lot like Scott. Yeah, owning them, and I've been there. I didn't say that about Salah, but I will that's say that about, about Robertson. Robertson. That's Salah, interesting. Salah's twenty six point three percent selected, even now as we sit here, which is, which is. I don't know. For somebody who's produced as little as he has, it still seems high. But the matchups for the well, next two weeks, at the very least, are, are not, good. They're they're fine. I just don't know what fine is for this Liverpool team. Is that all? The, is all we need to say about Liverpool? We've we said we? we've said probably too much. All right. <laughs> What's, What's, I know. I mean, I just. I mean, yeah. this is a way to get you get you comfortable to get you to finally relax a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, because the you happened to be the first match of the week, match week. Yeah. You're in a t-shirt now. You came in here in a sport coat and t-shirt, and so we're we're getting you. <laughs> you're trying to get me to take this shirt off. I get it, man. All we're right. gonna get down here lower and lower until you're borrowing a pair of Dave shorts. There we go. Let's move on to the next. I don't think there's anything. I mean, Kai Havertz, you going for Kai Havertz? I just I to the wrap let's, up. Let's, for, let's no, briefly well, touch the, the wrap up for the, the he scored in like yeah. two seconds against them yeah. on a it was a close a, a he's close dangerous. offside. He's dangerous. I think with Mudrick with 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 Sterling on Mudrick's his way back, uh, Chilwell and Reese James are both training. They're both out. They're both actually yeah. actually in Service training right now. I'm just saying, like I'm not saying you're buying Sterling. I'm saying that their attack. Is going to be getting better over the next couple weeks. Could could potentially get really good. And I think once you, I mean, look at the, go look at the Chelsea schedule here for a while. Cupcake there. I understand why anyone is is taking a chance on Mudrick. And and if you wanted to take a chance on Havertz, I mean, they get two of their next three at home and they're against Fulham and Southampton. I I mean, it's not, they're not a terrible consideration. I, I feel like it's, you might not love it that they're the they're the first match of the week for game week twenty two. They're the Friday match. Um, I hate a Friday February match. I know everybody does, but yeah, I think. Will, that will, I, will I, Mudrick I like get the, the start? Yeah, I think he has to. 
You know, one thing that we haven't talked about with Mudrick that really surprises me. I can't believe that uh, Mudrick and Brian both have the same neck tattoo. Mm, <laughs> which one? That, which, well, he has a couple I, different ones. Yeah. Well, is it, so does Brian, though. So I, it's it the, really similar. The butterfly, The butterflies? Hey. Um, yeah. Or it, uh, there's, there's Only a, Jesus? I can't. I, or Talent is Not Enough with the line through Talent. It's uh, it's a lot. There's a lot going on there. Brian's <laughs> Brian's growing his beard long, so he's covering up some of these. So I'm trying to <laughs> decipher what they are. But you know how you know how we've always said on here, my neck tat game is on point. <laughs> so, hey, prison will do that to you though. Yeah. I have, All right. I have no neck tat. Moving for on. The, for the record, just for clarifying. Yeah. All right. Moving on. But if I did, but if I did, it's going to be based on something that that guy's. Bournemouth, sure. Nottingham Forest, one one. Is that worth talking about? No. Okay. Uh, there was something. On Did you have something on that? I wrote something down. Hang on. Let me let me check. Let, let me consult the notes quickly. Quickly, while while the notes are being checked, can I mention something to you that was wicked annoying for me this past week? So I said on our Slack channel that how's everyone doing in the cup matches? I just checked. I won in like all four <laughs> of my cup matches. This is what a fantastic week. This is amazing. And I and I realized because I hadn't really paid attention like to the cups uh, and because nor I never do well so I uh, but I paid attention like in, there's I'm in four cups and like mm-hmm. I in one of them I'd won like five weeks in a row so as we come onto the pod I'm checking again and I realized I lost three out of the four I didn't realize yeah. the hit that I took shows itself yeah. there. Makes sense. Yep. And so I, instead of scoring a 76, technically scored a 72. Therefore, losing three out of the four, the margins were that thin where I was going to win all four. And then I just won one out of four, which is so bizarre. This is what's so annoying. The minus four that I, 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 I had some solemn money. So the week before I got rid of solemn and brought in Rashford. Mm-hmm. So I had solemn money sitting in the bank. And so I, I brought in. One of the hottest players in fantasy right now, Solly March. Uh, yeah. So and, hot right now. And I brought in Ivan Tony, both in good matchups. March against Lester. Hot commodities. You went you went to the hot commodities. And, it's not you're not stupid. And Brentford against Leeds. Leeds. And Tony, I think, scored uh, at least a brace against them the last time they played. It was He uh, did. Yeah. He did. So I thought this was and I got rid of Somerville and Crescencio Somerville. Yeah, Crescencio Somerville. Leeds, Leeds darling there for a and minute. And Sam Greenwood. I got rid of two Leeds guys yeah, you got, and, and yeah. brought in March and Tony. I don't know yeah. why you own so many Leeds guys in the first place. Well, like, they were budget guys. Budget guys. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. All that being said, is I and neither one of them did anything for me. No. And I should have just left it alone and just carried a transfer over. And then I would have won my matches, but you, I did not. Do you want to use that as a way to 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 transition to Brighton, or do you want to talk about Arsenal now? Well, we needed to, well, we I needed will to say take 45 so, remember, minutes. Remember, we were on a no. small break. With Bournemouth oh, Forest. Oh, oh, yes. Bournemouth, Bournemouth yeah, Forest. Yeah, sorry. So, Dango Autara. Yeah. So, we talked about transfers earlier on. We did not talk about him. He made his Premier League debut. Autara? Autara. For who? Yeah, I see it. For, Bournemouth. Born, for Bournemouth. He's uh, he's he got. He was 
very, very good in that match. He passed the eye test. Did, did he come on as a sub? No, he started. No, played 90 minutes. So he started the match. He played very, very well. Okay. Um, he looked like he didn't belong on either of those teams and belonged on a larger team. Oh, wow. Right out of the gates. Uh, for a pre- Premier League de- debut, it was... Really good? It was... Uh, it was a little jarring because he didn't look like he was a debutante uh, by any stretch of the imagination. So, uh, watch the space, kind of a thing. Uh, this okay. at this stage, he did, um, I believe, assist a goal. He but, did. Uh, which so he's got points on the board. Um, but man, he was dangerous. He was dangerous. That guy talk about speed with Mudrick. Very very quick. He made the the fullbacks um, for Forest uh, look real dumb on a couple of occasions. Uh, on diagonals, so um, he may be one to put on the watch list. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to find. He's plays for Burnley. OU. It's spelled O U. Yeah, and he's. Uh, it starts with OU. So if you plug him in the search, Dave, you have to, you have to start with OU. He's got the. You have to spell his name correctly, is what Brian was saying. <laughs> my favorite thing. I can't find him on the Bournemouth. O u a t t a r a. Yeah, his vowel to consonant ratio okay. is is one Dango. of my favorites. Awesome Dango. name. And, and I will not forget Dango that. Dango is actually it's O Dango or Dango O on the back of his jersey as well. He's got Dango. Nice. It's Dango is so and catchy. That, that that is He's got wicked it on his catchy. Jersey. That is fantastic. Wow. Okay. It sounds like the easy exact, to root for gonna, Dango. It sounds like the exact kind of player that Bournemouth need. Dango they, Unchained. They, yeah, that's exactly. right. For sure. Yeah. Um, to stay right. out of to stay out of twenty first place. Excellent contribution. All right, let's move on. Lester Brighton. Because you want to talk about Sully March. I don't know how he was in amazing scoring positions and just continued well, at least to lean back yeah. on every kick and smoke it into the crowd. And Matoma owners, love and life, right? I mean, and that was sure. my decision this past week. Do you go with Sully Marsh? You go with Matoma, Marsh, Matoma, Matoma, Marsh, Marsh, Matoma. And I went with March, and I went the wrong way. Well, at least at the moment. But who could go wrong? Matoma's been awesome. Yeah. Yeah. He did my favorite thing this week. He got his one goal from his one, one shot. One shot. So it I, is your favorite thing. my favorite thing. But he is, no, he's just. He's just an awesome player, the, the anti-Liverpool midfielder. He's so fun to watch, uh, <laughs> pr- <laughs> productive. Um, no, they're just crushing right now, and he in particular is crushing. Um, but still, it took them coming back. I think that was the most yeah. the weirdest thing of yeah, the weekend. For is sure, that they had to come back for the for the draw against New uh, your, against Leicester. Your boy Purvis. Stupignan is had two uh, assists. Yeah, yeah, he's fantastic. What do you know about him? Well, what I know about him is that when Trossard was there, and they had a kind of multiple players who could all play kind of in a similar place. Matoma could play, could play where Stupignan normally was. He could also play where Trossard was, and so Stupignan was in, and then he was out and would come off yeah. the bench for thirty minutes or whatever, and he didn't have anything established. And I think now, no Trossard. Like opens up the space for both of those guys, and so Mat- Matoma and Estupinian are both going to be there. I mean, so ownable for sure. Yeah, and Estupinian. I mean, as long as he's, you see, with the quality of the crosses, I think his cross to Evan Ferguson was was fantastic. Yeah. You know, on the Ferguson goal. It's been like that though. He mm-hmm. has he has had, even in the World Cup we saw that too. He, he was, was putting fantastic. in cross. Yeah, he was crossing like that prior to this, and so I got I had him. I got rid of him pretty quickly. I think once it was pretty, it was assured he was not going to start every match, and now he is. And so 
yeah, you want to hedge toward a goal scoring team and you want to you want a, a wing back who's going to be attacking, that's about as good as you're going to be able to get. What's wrong with this? Home Bournemouth at Palace, home Fulham at Newcastle Hard, home West Ham at Leeds. What's wrong with that? There's schedule? hardly anything wrong with it, right. which is why we said, you know, we've said before like Brighton assets especially attack is is a really smart way to go. The only issue would be is if they end up having a blank in game week 25. And if you're yeah. adding that has been that's it's so hilarious that that's the part of the discourse of FPL decision making. Just wait till you get there and make the decision. Well, and I, but that's exactly it. So many people were saying like, "Well, no, hold your transfer, you know, wait on it." And it's like this week I'm like, "Yeah, it's great. I I really needed those two points from Miguel Almiron. It was important that I hold that transfer. Right. right. Good, well definitely said. made sure I did yeah. not get rid of that guy because that two really bumped me up there. So no, I I I would not I would I would just see that the, they're in form and they are just like in the ascendancy. They're just doing so well right now. Like, you know what you're gonna love is even with Sully March's horrible performance, he should have scored. His price went uh, on multiple. He occasions. still he had enough buys that his price went up. Yeah. So he's now at an expensive five point two. Yeah. I, by the way, I'm sorry. My eye is bothering me so bad. I have a sty in my eye. Yeah. And we it didn't is notice. Dist- it is at the moment. Or we'll just pretend destroyed. that we didn't notice. Um, you, why don't you should get a, a hot compress? I have been. It. I've been. Oh, well, okay. I have been doing that. Uh, I will. Do you want Brian to hold it? I will after after will. the pod. Do you still have that uh, salt gun that you use to kill oh, insects? Salt. I can shoot that at your eye. Assault okay. my oh, just burst it. So well, it would, if it, if you hit it right, I was going to say if you get a salt, if you get a salt crystal in there, that would be. Amazing. I have a picture. Um, this is not a this is not a sty in your eye podcast. But this summer, I had uh, we had family pictures. No, it was last. No, it was uh, it was earlier than that. Had a massive infected thing on my eyelid. Whatever yeah. it was, it was it was so enormous. I had to send a picture of it to the eye doctor. And when I went in, they're like, ah, well, we could lance it for you. Uh, but that, you know, I, it looks like it's about ready to go. You should probably just let that thing. And it didn't. So I had to go into family pictures with this gigantic pus sack right <laughs> over my eyelid. It's not Matoma. It did. It was not a Matoma. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, the best contribution. Oh, wow. Yeah, all right. So I, that, was, that was my segue to, have you guys been reading the news about Matoma recently? No, enlightened. So the craziest thing, this guy did not go straight through an academy and into professional football. He went to he went to university, and he wrote a thesis about the art of dribbling. No way! Oh man! Can you no way! That? There's something really? else. Uh, I read an article about it. Uh, everybody seems to be talking about it right now. But the art of dribbling is uh, his thesis. He he, he like basically. You know, has this contraption that he strapped to himself, pointing at defenders, and he evaluated his his motion and his um, his eyeline basically, because he was trying to establish, you know, what 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 made dribbling effective, and what he determined was basically if you can get your enemy off balance, you will always win. Mm-hmm. Very interesting, and we've seen it him do it, you know, already. Many, many, many times. I mean, yeah. he did it when he was cutting in on the from the left, and Thank goodness. man, that shot was something else. Yeah, um, that was a that was top corner, top ends right there. Let's try to let's. I mean, let, let's give him a bestseller. Is the name of his 
published? I mean, is it published or is this name of his paper? I have no idea. Gotcha. It wasn't actually a published book. I would love to, you know. But it was, uh, it was his thesis for his for his uh, university uh, degree. Good for him. Wow. Well, he's playing like it. He's playing like he is reading his own work. He's everybody's ace in the hole if you pick him over Sully Mark. I know. I well, know. and there, I saw plenty of people captaining him, and I'm sure if you captain Matoma this week, you are happy for exactly 24 hours because until Holland played, yeah, until you saw, yeah, what Holland did. So. All right, moving on after at, I mean, obviously there were quickly as we're moving off that game. There's nothing from Leicester that anyone wants, so we're just we're just not even going to talk about it. <laughs> I mean, look, no, you, you have, no, no, no. They're bad. You have Danny yeah. Ward. You have, no. I mean, Harvey Barnes is going to keep. Yeah, but Ward stop, is gonna stop. Harv is going to keep doing uh, what he does. No, you're not buying it. No, no you're not you're, buying. A, you're not going to. Uh, his stats are great. I give you that. But he, it's it's a once in a blue moon that he actually gets any returns. Yeah, he's one of those guys that always looks. He, he always passes the eye test, yeah. and his end product is uh, is definitely hit or miss. Nathan Jones, Southampton, goes or hosts Villa. Villa ends up leaving with the win, one nothing. Extremely lucky, one nothing. Yeah. Uh, your guy, your guy, put one in the net, and I don't know what. I, I'm not sure what ruled it out. I'm that that it was James a, a gentle nudge. Continues. Yeah. Yeah, it has to it, be my uh, guy, Paul right? Foul, it, yes. And a long time listeners in the, the buildup know that. Yeah, which would have put them up one nothing instead of being down oh one, right? right. If I remember that was before yes, they Villa lost. Goal. Yes, they lost after that goal was ruled out. Yeah, I, I agree. And what was the why? Why was it ruled out? Do we it know? Was ruled I out for a foul. There was a push. They called it a push. I can't remember who did the push. I'll bet it was Che Adams, that, that <laughs> nasty man. No, there was a foul like just prior to, uh, and. I would say it was questionable. I don't know how else to say. I mean, it it was a goal that I mean initially I think it, it's what's it's the emotional roller coaster of a goal scoring uh, in the sixty fifth minute nowadays. Nowadays, so. yeah. Wow. Well, screw that. I mean, we, you know, James Ward Prowse said they all should know that he just scores. That's what he does. He's in his stretch of the season where he's scoring, and even though VAR is not, yeah, you know, he's disallowing it. He's only scoring when the ball isn't moving, though. Uh, that's really. That's Maybe. why this, but that's yeah. why this one was so this this one was so special. That's why because the ball was moving. No, because it, no, yeah, it was an open play. I mean, that's okay. why this this time unheard of. I know. So I don't think there's anyone anyone's moving to on Villa. Maybe they're going to find some form on Unai Emery finally, and or maybe Southampton. But I, I just Emmy Martinez though kept him in that game, and I'm not saying that that you should move to him, but. He's the only reason why they won that game. Uh, I know someone else scored, but in the end, of the, at the end of the day, he kept he kept the clean sheet. He made clutch saves for them, and yeah, I think he finished with five. Yeah, he 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 was he was. There fantastic. was five shots on He was fantastic. Um, he's he's a giant a hole, um, <laughs> but he played but, really really well. But he but played he's well. Our a wait no. That's for, as long as he's your a hole, yeah, then you like him. All right. Uh, West Ham Everton. I don't, listen, Ollie Watkins ended up with the goal here. All right. I know, but are you going to him? He's not crazy to go to. I'll say Understood. what I said last Look, week. I'm not. For he's, sure. he's a consideration. No one is. It's not stupid to have anybody. I don't think. What except Salah? What's his price? Is he seven point two? Too much. He's so, too much. So that's yeah. cheaper. I really yes. So I mean, would you rather have Eddie Nkedia or would you rather have Ollie Watkins? You're right. 
Right. the The question at forward is going to be if it's not if you have the money to get Eddie and Kedia, why aren't you doing it? And I have some serious numbers to to back to that make up or you fight ask, that to make you ask that question yourself. Okay. Good. He's still so low owned. But why why didn't you buy him when Jesus went out? Is the real question. Um, that's a good. Well, I think that, there was a lot because, of doubts. Uh, well, hey, what was what was Jesus? No, what was his ownership? As soon as he was out, that was the. It was it was so talked about, but no one acted on it. I and did immediately. You, immediately. That is, a, and you are smart, and I am stupid, and the reason why is because I had to have Darwin. That was the. <laughs> It's I true. Absolutely, <laughs> a lot of people had wow. to have Darwin Nunez uh, as one of my wow. as one of my uh, strikers. I we, can't, I can't remember who I had because that's game week seventeen. Yeah, um, I cannot remember who it was. If was only there was a this way. Is, you could, I know this is the it's moment like that you lost all your search. cup matches in week nineteen, though. This is the moment that triggered that, though. Oh, this is wow. it. Wow, this is we a found really it, good Brian. Point. Yeah, if I had gone to Enkedia then. I um, did, and I lost in week 19 as well. <laughs> so it, it, it probably wasn't that. I think what's wild is Jesus and Firmino are still ranked. R- right. As long as they've been out in forward scoring, they're yes. still 6-7. and seven. There's another player oh. that's that's in the same situation that, that is way up there in scoring, and that's Cancelo. Cancelo it just blew the doors off early for, in the season. For the first he five He has weeks. been trash. And, yeah. and we, I know we're talk, not talking about them yet, but no. he's been trash oh, for no. the last like, three weeks. This is the the Cancelo hatred podcast as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I still and, own and it. And it has <laughs> been. I don't know why. It has been in this There's chair been bigger fires to put for, since, right. since October. Right, right, right. Um, the answer to the question, who was it uh, coming out of the World Cup break that was my third striker was Anthony Martial. Who, okay. uh, who scored uh, that yes. first week back? It he was, was hot, not, yeah, and then he got injured. Yeah, so it was not. Uh, it That's wasn't. Fair. It wasn't a complete nobody, and it wasn't necessarily. And it wasn't somebody I kept. Uh, Martial locks. went out um, later. Gotcha. All right. So and Kedia, yeah, the the yes. So to wrap up the. Yes, you're not buying Ollie. Ollie. You're not right. buying Ollie Watkins okay. over Eddie and. Kedia. We will get to Eddie and Kedia. Let's not do that yet. West Ham, Everton, 2-0. West Ham, uh, Jared Bowen makes it an appearance yeah, you, in the season. Buy, he's still playing. Are you buying it? Surprising. I would love to see West Ham have some success. It's killing me. that I don't understand. They have, they have uh, if, if you recently saw the, like, the world earnings or of money that teams made last year, surprisingly, out of all the clubs in the world, West Ham was 10th. Which is like fifth in the Premier League to make that table, That's I think crazy. fifth or sixth, which is just shocking. Um, riddled in that group is is Barcelona, Madrid, uh, Juventus, and Bayern are the other sure. four teams that are not in the Premier League. I think the other six are in the Premier League, and West Ham made the top ten, which was shocking. And they're and they're in the relegation fight, and but they did win this week two two nothing, and 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 but. If they would have played anyone but Everton, would they have won? No. I mean, no. Everton no is just the biggest dumpster no. fire of dumpster fires at the moment. Bad. And I don't think there's anyone from Everton you want to own. And I would love to, there to be people on West Ham to own, but at the moment, I'm not going to anyone on West Ham either. No, you can't do it. I mean, look at Bowen's. I mean, the one thing I would say about Bowen is that now he's got – he added a two goals to two assists in his last five games. So – it's way it's better than more. it had been. At least he's got at least he's got some returns in the last five games. But I man, if that's if that's where you're going in your midfield, the reason uh, the reason why I 
You got to be a relative. Well, it was okay. I wouldn't necessarily do it just because they're at least their next three. They're at Newcastle, they're home to Chelsea, and they're at Spurs. Well, it's not exactly the friendliest stretch of games for the next three matches. After that, I mean, you could reevaluate. Even when he was lighting the Premier League on fire last year, he wasn't scoring against top, well, uh, top opposition. He's also a victim of his success last year and his price point this year. So he's at an 8 He has yeah, not lived up true. to that. He, he was never at 8 last year. So they, they overpriced him on some level and or they thought they prop. Excuse me. They thought they properly priced him. <laughs> the one guy that got overpriced yeah. this season. I know. No, yeah, everyone that's, else is uh, way underpriced. So you're picking Mares over him any day, right? I mean, they're similarly. Oh, right now. Right? Oh, yeah. for sure. Palace Newcastle, zero uh, zero. A lot of people shocked so to see zero zero. So boring. It, it might have been. Look, uh, Newcastle. If there's one thing you want to own in Newcastle, it is the. Defenders. And Why would you not triple up? I guess is my question. I, a I lot haven't. of people have been saying that for multiple weeks now. Travis, good point. Uh, I have two Newcastle defenders, and then I have Almiron. Which Almiron's Ryan? What our pod rule typically is: you give me four weeks of no returns. Yeah, probably time to sell Almiron. Last four weeks, three, two, three, three. Um, this week, this week he was fine when he was out there he did as much as anyone else did i mean he he and fabian share and somebody else i think joe linton were the only they each had three shots that's the most for newcastle in the in the match i just it just didn't lead to anything but nobody got i mean that's the thing you can't if somebody else had done it if there was like if it was callum wilson or isak who'd come in and gotten the goals you'd be you know of course you'd want to lean there there is no other midfielder for them that you would even remotely consider so yeah premier's has gone cold too and all the and all the defenders when you keep looking at like everyone's got trippier anyway or most people do and then you know when you can get you know it was botman was 4.4 last week and now he's not anymore dan Byrne and and you know if you have the money for share that'd be where i would go for share for sure yeah, for share, sure. for sure, okay. I would do both. Um, I would say it both ways, but Beautiful. I, but I'm saying that I, I would want, I would Gosh. want them. I think maybe even over Pope, since right now, I mean, right. you can get the, you know, you can get the def, the goalkeeper production elsewhere. So it, I'm not sure I've ever seen this. Um, even when Liverpool defenders were, for a long time, it was. TAA and Robertson at the top Assists of, of, of the place. Yeah. And then Virgil was always hanging around like at the fifth defender because Cancelo would be up there. Right now, top of the fantasy defender scoring is Trippier Shar, then Saliba Byrne, Gabrielle Botman White. So in the top in the top seven spots, it is Newcastle and Arsenal. And I don't feel like Arsenal's been producing many clean sheets recently. It seems like Newcastle's been the one that's producing the clean sheets. It's just weird. It's just I I don't I'm not saying I own one uh, Arsenal defender, and I also own Odegaard, and I'm probably at some point might sell Tony for Brian Kedia. But I've always been wary of having too too many Arsenal players, and not, typically not now, I've been though. I've been let down. I've been let down in the past, and so I just I would stay away from them. Well, I mean, I don't know if you're ready to move to Arsenal yet, but I will say this. Arsenal is one of the toughest to pick who your three are going to be, but I do believe you need three. That's the hardest part. Do you you get 
two defenders and Odegaard. Two defenders and Martinelli. One defender and Odegaard and Nketiah. Like, like ultimately, every line, save for probably keeper, there is every position, save for keeper, there is, there's players to be had that are going to produce. And that's the hard part. Saliba, for sure, you, you got to own him. Um, but some of those other guys, I mean, you, you, you've got options. Well, I think, well, you're probably right. And again, I, I tried to, to turn back my, my Arsenal love as I've always struggled owning, owning Arsenal. All right. So I I would just say, so Brian's been, I own Saliba mainly because I've owned him from the beginning of the season, but Brian would tell you that Ben White is where the the stats are a little bit better. If you're going to own an Arsenal player and he's. My case for Ben White months ago was that Ben White was – once we cleared the hurdle in the early stages of the season that he was actually playing. Tomiyasu was injured. Here, you know, they, they, I think the fear going into the season – and it was you that was concerned more than anyone because yeah. no, Ben White sure. was a go-to because of the price for a lot of people was just – I don't know how long he's going to be starting. Right, so that that was the question to start the season. Once we got, once we cleared that hurdle, and he was starting and performing, you know, Saliba was, you know, there were games. I think there were a couple of those. He scored a goal in a game where Arsenal conceded. So the numbers, I to me, were, we're inflated, skewed. but it didn't stop anyone from buying. And it was like buy, 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 and so all of a sudden he was over five dollars, and Ben White was staying just chugging along at four and a half. And I was like, what in the world is anyone doing? Why are you buying Saliba now? Like it was too. Like at that point, yeah. it was like. Ben White was the guy, and now that Ben White has come up a little bit, I, what was concerning is that he left at halftime against Manchester United. That was uh, that was really frustrating. Uh, I was going to say, so I know that's that, something that needs to be considered. I know the question, so that's something definitely to keep an eye on. Whether that was, I can't, I don't remember it being. I, I remember them talking about his. Who was he tussling with? There was somebody that he was. Well, he picked up I think a yellow. He was tussling with so, so, Anthony. Okay. I think that's where I think that was the danger. Uh, he leaves the match with at halftime with a zero. Uh, the, I think a lot of people had the debate of whether to play Luke Shaw or Ben White or you know whatever, and the answer was was neither. Didn't they matter. both had zeros. Yeah. But no, like I, I, I understand the question. I would, if I had like money was no object and transfers were no object, I would want, I would want three attackers. I would want. I would get rid of Ben White. I would get out of the defense altogether. Saka and I would go and I would yeah, it would probably be Kedia. Yeah. If you're right. Although and so this is what I want to talk about. To me, because I have a because I have I was I held Martinelli. Lots of people are are dumping Martinelli right now. And I think part of the fear is the Trossard's there. And so that was that was going to be one of my questions. For you, Dave, is that I think that's one of the bigger issues. How much does Trossard affect Martinelli or Saka or or Kedia or any, you yes, I'm asking you the question. He's got points for Arsenal already. I have he got an yes. assist. So they gave. So I thought Odegaard had that assist. They gave that assist to Trossard to Enkedia at the at the at the dying. That's what I saw. There. I don't know if they changed it, but okay. When I looked at it, he was getting the assist. If only there was a 
way. Trossard finished the week with one point. Trossard did not get the assist, but he was definitely part of the buildup for sure. sure. And there was one moment, and I know this means nothing, but he was surrounded by four United players and was able to keep the ball and continually dribbling through them and then dumped it off to someone else. When Arsenal had the lead and was trying to keep possession of, yeah. the, of the ball in the end of the match, I, here's my deal, and this is something that Arteta has done all season, and this is why I think when Jesus comes back, I could be wrong. But if we follow the pattern that Arteta has set over the past couple of years, it is Nketiah's job now to lose. And then if he gets injured or has a lack in form, Jesus will come into that. I know that sounds crazy, but who would argue with that at this point True. when Nketiah playing? Yeah. When it, to, uh, last year when it was Martinelli and Smith Rowe and they kept, they were never platooning. It was one guy would win the job. And then when he faltered in form or he got picked up a knock, then the other guy would come in. And so, Trossard is not going to start matches unless it's a cup match. He's not going to start Premier League matches unless there's an injury, unless there's a knock that we don't know about, but and or there's a, a fallen form. But yeah. he is he will be there. Now, Arsenal is still in three competitions. Yeah, there you go. So Trossard absolutely will play. Will it be in Premier League matches? Yes, I think it will be in in substitutionary form unless injury or or. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. I didn't think he would be a danger, definitely not to Martinelli's starts. So the minimum is, if if anything, it's relief. It's okay. a it's a it's a guy to come in yeah. to give relief to because he can play multiple positions in the front. He's playing on the left, but right. it's because so, he's an inverted winger. I mean, he he could play on, on the, the right, right side if he and if he can he play and he was playing for so, for Brighton as a striker. So if Eddie was to right. get hurt, he could platoon there as a number nine as and, well. And my the next thing, and this is why I, this is why I'm so torn. Everyone's dumping Martinelli because the numbers Odegaard's numbers are undeniable. I totally yeah. understand the move. It's just not like. It's not because Martinelli, this isn't to me like a situation where you look at it and you're like, oh man, it's Almiron, his numbers, he was in the top, he's in the top five in every statistical category last, you know, prior to the World Cup and now he's completely dipped. It isn't. Martinelli is still, he's still, he's third on the team in shots. So Enkedia has taken the most shots since the restart of any Arsenal player. Odegaard's taken 18 and Martinelli's got 16. Saka's the one who is the least shooty of all the gunners. Shots on target, it's still, it's in Kedia, Saka, Martinelli. Odegaard actually is the one with the fewest shots on target of any of the, of any Arsenal player. Yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't Scott be saying something about XG right now, though? He would be he mockingly XG. saying XG, but yeah. I'm not even bringing XG into this. I'm talking about just sheer. I mean, this is more of a numbers. Uh, I guess the, point, quali- the quality this, of the this, shots, th- right? But this is also a points or points yeah, question, too. It is. You're right. Um, it is a points or points. Odegaard, regardless of his lack of shots, he's the number one midfield scoring in fantasy right now, right. halfway through the season. And, and what I'm saying is that since like since the world since the restart, Enkedia is taken he's taken eighteen shots in the box. It's the second most of any player. Only Holland has taken more. Wow. Martinelli has taken thirteen shots in the box, which is the most of any midfielder. So no midfielder of, of any kind has taken in ma- as many shots in the box as Martinelli has. And then Martinelli has 50 touches in the opposition box, which is the number one. He's number one overall. He has 11 more touches in the opposition box than Erling Holland does. Wow. That's, and that, and t- like Enkedia and Saka 
are second for Arsenal. They've got 34. So the gap between Martinelli and second place on his own team is 16 touches. Martinelli is still as dangerous, taking as many shots, doing everything he was prior to the World Cup. There's no drop-off in performance, which is why, to me, I'm like, mm. I, I keep looking at it, and I'm like, it's. it reminds me a little bit of De Bruyne a few weeks ago, where we're like, he has the highest expected goal involvement of almost any player. He's creating the most big chances for players, and no one is kicking it in the net. That's impossible to stay that way. Sure enough, the last two match weeks... He's gotten assists in both games. You know, I think you want more from someone at his price. But what I'm saying is, like, Martinelli is not – there's no dip. He hasn't dipped in terms of his performance. He's, the only dip is in the FPL points. So that's why I'm really hesitant to just say, like, oh, no, here comes Trossard. He's taken the job. Martinelli's off it or whatever. And it's just like, no, he's the number one player in, in the Premier League to get the ball into the box. Brian, after the after the restart, he he showed up in fantasy points with an eight and a ten against West Ham, Brighton, and then against arguably three tougher competition. You know, Brighton's been you know pretty good, but Newcastle, Spurs, United, all at the top of the table. He produces three, two, and two, even though his stats are saying that he should be better. Well, with their upcoming, so, so at the next week at Everton, home Brentford. That's what I mean. I like in other words, I see your point. Are you why don't sell him, right? I mean, are are you saying if you have him, you might as well keep him for the next yeah, two weeks? Yeah, for sure. And I'm saying like the the consideration, like everyone is going to Saka and Odegaard. Prim- I mean, Saka's already gone up in price this week. I mean, I thought about doing it, but it's like yeah. I I saved my transfer, so I had two transfers going into this. I'd say leave it. I think that I think that contributes to the comments. Start the dishwasher too while you're at it. See if you no, can no. get that. See if get you can get answer. the. Put it right here on the. See table. if you can get the sink gurgling in there. In I the have background too. Our, our new dishwasher at the end of the cycle. It sings a song. Oh yeah, I think I've heard. Which that. is fun. My what I'm saying is people are already making the the decision to go to Saka. I understand that, but I mean even. Saka is a bit unlucky. A couple weeks ago, I yeah. mean, he gets a, a def, you know, it's a lot of deflections. It's a, you know, it's not. I'm not saying he's a bad choice at all. I mean, I love the guy. I love, you know, I would want to root for him. I just, I don't know. You I mean, should root for him. I do root for him. You, you know what he reminds me of, Travis? When when he, so he's on the right side, and then he likes cutting on the yeah. left and shooting with his left foot. Philippe Coutinho would be on the left side, cutting and when he would cut in, right. it would be like. Holy crap! Don't let Felipe Coutinho shoot it, right? And, yeah. and Saka's been ripping some of those shots recently, and that's who he reminds me of a little bit. Well, and the thing about Arsenal is the nature of the way that they, they their build up play um, kind of runs is that anybody can score. Yeah, right. And and, so and we that's talk- shown on the score sheet. Yeah, absolutely. And we talked about earlier about you know how I moved immediately from Jesus to Enkedia because ultimately. If you've got a guy that is sniffing around the box and you've got a a system that is that is is building up and, and and providing opportunities for literally everyone in in that's that's anywhere near the 18 yard box or 6 yard box mm. you you know you got to get him in right he was going to play and and again I go back to you have to own 
three Arsenal players. Their defense is, yeah. is performing well, but Brian, I hear you with attacking players make sense because yeah. they're all performing statistically well and their their style of play um they're gonna they're gonna reap results. They're gonna reap one of them is gonna score. And it's gonna be yeah. hard to know who is gonna do it, but one of them is gonna score. And the fact that Martinelli is the one that is taking the most shots, it means he's the one that's getting the most opportunities to do so. It's and just not I still own him. up yet. Yeah, correct. I still own him. I am not considering moving to Saka, but yeah. I still own him for exactly that reason. And yeah. I think that he will continue to uh, make those numbers, and especially with the with the schedule that's coming and up. And I yeah. think the price yeah. for me, it might swing it to my, you know, where Odegaard's still less than seven, Saka's eight point two, and Kedia's six point. Did did Kedia go up tonight while we're sitting here? Is he six point seven or is he Hold still on. six point six? I saw that Probably. earlier. If he didn't, he should have. It. I'm if just thinking, like, a, if only there was a way. I, like here. I'm sitting here. My and Kedia's at six point seven. Okay, he hasn't. Oh, so he did go up tonight. Yeah, he went up. So, but either way, six point seven. I'm sitting with you know Alexander Mitrovic as my third as my Same. third forward right now, and I'm like, what in the world? Like the numbers are so astronomically in favor of Enkedia, even this week against Manchester United, Odegaard and Enkedia, they each took six shots. It's the second most of anyone this week. That's a lot. Saka and Martinelli each took five. So between the four of them, they, they took 22 shots. That's quick math. I'm proud of you. And that's that's unbelievable. Wow. I did that right now just sitting wow. here in my head. I just, just now. I mean, that is like something else. But no, I mean, even six shots from... Odegaard and Kedia, and you get two, five more each from Saka and Martinelli. Like, where are you? Where's Where's your complaint with any of striker these striker numbers? Right. I mean, that's really what it comes down to is striker numbers. There's strikers who are not getting anywhere near that number of shots. This needs to be repeated because I just I'm surprised that uh, uh, and Kedia I think is still less than five percent selected. Five point two. That doesn't make he any just sense went over five percent. That's gonna a, that's gonna change a lot. His range in price. I was gonna say that's he could, a, he that's could a get crime. He could get closer to ten percent till this till this. Brian, double, should, this, should uh, I look at? I've, break I mean, I, currently this week I haven't made a transfer. Ivan, Tony, or Eddie and Kedia. What is wrong with you? Eddie and Kedia has taken 19 shots since we've come back from the World Cup. That is third most. He is third only behind Kane and Holland. Wow. He has 10 shots on target. Still only and, behind Kane and Holland. And, and, and in no, three of behind, five matches are against Newcastle, Spurs, and, and Manchester United. And United. 10 yeah. shots on target. He's behind only Holland and Rashford for shots on target since the restart. What? 18 shots in the box, second only to Erling Holland. He has seven big chances, second only to Erling Holland. Like what he's doing since the since the World Cup, like I'm surprised that those numbers wow. have not stuck wow. out more. We've talked about yeah. we've I feel like the the conversation has drifted to so many other people and in the meantime here he is just amassing like the most unbelievable not just forward stats but wow. stats for all players in the game yeah. right now and like you said i think that's probably the be the best point of all of it it's against really good competition to to that end though really good competition means that generally speaking they're not packing the box it's true and, and and there there's a lot more space against uh, you know the bigger teams let's call them right the 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 low block is a striker's nightmare, and ultimately, I think that is that's that's missed a little bit. Mm. I like a striker that can score against the big the, the big boys, right? Um, but at the end of the day, 
I like a striker that can score dirty goals too against a packed six yard box, mm, right? Yeah. And and Kenny, I I think is that guy though. I really believe that. Well, his is. yeah, his game winner against United was that. Right. The other thing too, mm, because that's like a good point. also the anti Liverpool, their press is so. <laughs> Uh, Liverpoolish. So it is. It's so it's smothering. So, it's so heavy metalish. Well, no, but not. And I'm not. I don't want to keep dragging Liverpool back into this. But no, but the, but you see how effective it is. Like that, every player is working constantly. They are such a relentless. They are so relentless in the way they're attacking, and it to me, it's the reason why all four of their forward players, and then Jaka every once in a while, can come away getting you something because they are so constant. Like, when he's not trying to mug someone. Yes, when he's not trying to run after fans. Uh, even if they do kick his goalkeeper, he still wants to run after somebody. Can but I just say, I, I can't believe how calm Ramsdale, Ramsdale was, was after all of that. Well, how calm was he? First of all, Richarlison should have been guy. decked. Richarlison should have oh, been decked. Yeah. And, that, was, that was... And the fact that he got nothing from tough. that, yeah. FA ruled nothing... Him getting in his that face, guy. shoving him, acting like a complete douchebag. And then Ramsdale gets kicked. Now, what's interesting is he's, I don't he's think cool Ramsdale dude. knew what happened. Gabrielle was running yeah. up and saw it happen. I was concerned that Gabrielle actually might do something when that happened. But I, I'm not sure Ramsdale knew exactly what was going on. He's he's a character, that guy. I, Ramsdale, he's a lot of fun. He's something else. I Peter Crouch podcast had Ramsdale on, oh, and oh. I gained a new respect for him because okay, he is a character that. Well, he's a really down to earth guy too. He, very, he, he's the type of guy that you know. First of all, let's be honest, he doesn't fit most Arsenal players. Like he's not strikingly yeah. good looking. He he's a pretty average looking bloke, and someone if you saw sitting at a bar, you'd have a beer with and think nothing of because you like surely that guy's not a professional athlete. And uh, he, but he's a lot of fun, and you can see yeah. his sense of humor. He did a, a celebration. He was on another podcast with some local guys in London. Get him on this one, and and so he, he did this might, like hair parting that they wanted to do. to do. Like I, I saw the the clip of this, and that's why. Anyways, and the cameras caught caught um, Ramsdale doing after the second goal, like some like hair parting thing he did with his gloves in the front. That was his signal to the guys he did the podcast with. That's funny. That like. Um, anyway, so they asked him to do something if Arsenal no, scored. No, that and, makes any sense. And so, yeah, that makes no sense at all. Brian, we should probably move on to the next no, minute. We've I, talked enough about Arsenal. This I, is not I just an think, I, no, but I just There's think, so much to talk about. It, it, they, oh, they deserve being you guys, talked about. I mean, You're you being too... Just, just pour it on, please. Just, no, I, I'm done. I can't take enough. I've said it like six <laughs> times already. You have to own three Arsenal players. And if you don't... You're spoiled for choice, and you need to make the transfers now. I think, well, honestly, it's fair. It, what's funny is I haven't thought that until you guys started mentioning certain things, and now I do feel like Enketi is a must-own, especially at, well, at 5.2%. I, I'm, yeah. I still i am going to do my best to... Ivan Tony's own 30.3%. Too much. But I understand, I understand why. Enketi is 5.2%. Yeah, that that doesn't make any sense. To I'm what I To me, I, like, I just, I, I just don't know how I'm going to hold off i know we should say it again just there's too many things that can happen in the next nine days that's true but it's but as you i i'm sure i already saw it now where i had gained i had gained two tenths i had earned two tenths on almiron so and then his price drop last night 
I lost one of those earned tenths. So he is now, you know, where he was 5.7. Is that uh, going to prevent you from selling him? Well, now? that's what I'm saying. Money is not We're as... getting rid of him. Um, we've, we said it last money, week. Money has never mattered less in a fantasy year than this right. year. So, There's so, so many good cheap options. High-priced players are yeah. performing like Salah, like De Bruyne. It's like a, it's kind yeah, of a toss right. up. But that's the thing. Like I, I, the, my one move that I have already made was to sell Mo Salah to bring in Bruno Fernandez. So I've already, I've gone with the Manchester United See, triple up already. I'd love to go with Bruno. Everybody, you know, I think anybody that's going to have availability to do that will do that. So that I've got, I've got all the money in the world at this point. Almiron is going to turn into someone. Mitrovic can turn into someone. I am almost certainly taking a, a minus four this week. Almiron can easily become Odegaard. Rodrigo? Odegaard. Oh, I would right. make him, and Rodrigo's another really good option. You don't but have Odegaard yet. No, but I do not have Odegaard. Rodrigo hasn't hasn't done anything for the last couple of weeks, though. So, I mean, early on, he was hot, hot, hot. But he hasn't done anything in a since the World Cup break, has he? Well, he's got one one offensive return since the World Cup break. It's it's two three six two two. Yeah, I mean, it's he a good got point. yeah he got the goal against West Ham. I I owned him before the World Cup, and I offloaded him, uh, admittedly for I think Almiron, and that yeah. was that it was good for a couple weeks, and then it it well, and obviously Rodrigo was hurt as well. That was part of the reason, but yeah, yeah, all that to say, Rodrigo's maybe iffy. I'm trying to figure out what to do with Almiron. I mean, I think we should talk United. You're right, Brian. They have a, a double match week this next week. I already have three three United players. I have De Gea, Shaw, and Rashford. Oh, okay. But I would love to add Bruno. It's not going to fit. That would take two transfers to bring yeah. him in. And so That's it's not going to happen for me. I already have three United players. Yeah. Who else is in the double? Is it only it's United? Leeds. It's, it's Leeds and Leeds. Manchester United. So, so if you brought Rodrigo. So if I went Almiron to Rodrigo this week. That could give me a double. With and he'll Rodrigo, play both. Right? He'll play he probably both. will yeah, play both, I, I even though that. like Bamford is starting to make appearances back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What did we just we just went through it? Uh, what did we say uh, for shots? I think Martinelli's got sixteen shots. Odegaard eighteen. Uh, Rodrigo's got fourteen. So he's he's still he's, yeah. he's still up there as far as shots go. He's involved, no question. Right, he's he just involved isn't in yeah, he's involved in it, everything. Right? I know. Uh, uh, Gananto was uh, was Nanto. A, was a is it Gananto? Gananto. If only there was a way. He's a tank. That he's guy, one of those guys that was a. I think you guys are the same height. <laughs> same height, same. Hopefully not same width. Was, you uh, might be. He I was a, that guy is a tank. A lot of He's people, like a rhinoceros. A lot of people differential, uh, differential selected him last week. He's he's doing plenty. But Rodrigo, no, I mean Rodrigo's doing fine, and he's got. I mean, fifteen points since the restart is not. It's not much. So I, yeah, I agree. Especially his it's his just, strength going into the World Cup break. It was seven six yeah. seven thirteen, and since the World Cup break, it's been two three right. six two two. Right, it's gonna so, be the it's gonna be the allure of the double week that's gonna draw most people to him, and that's why that's why I'm saying like to me long term, like I I I just don't know that yeah he might be a one week rental. I just you got to take a hit on him. Don't do it. But if it's if it's that's a free, probably fair. If go it's for a free it. transfer, in other words, like for me, if I'm looking at it, I don't have any holes to fill. Really, but I could Almiron for Rodrigo this week might not be bad. No, for, I, I mean, I like worst it. case, I could go back to Almiron, but Almiron hasn't been producing. 
I'm sure. Surely, the sooner as soon as I sell him, he's home to West Ham this <laughs> You're week. Right. He will actually. Right. Uh, he'll have a brace and an assist. I'm sure. I yeah. I don't hate it at all. That's the thing. That's what's so frustrating about when you move on certain players. Like you know, you, you can get bitten as many times as it can pay off. It just seems like like this time, all the players. I, just for me, all the players I held thinking like, all right, not a huge, not a huge priority to get rid of this guy. And the correct move in each case was you should have moved on <laughs> easily should have moved on to some other person would have paid off so much more to have moved quickly yeah. on a lot of these guys. So, all right, real quick, Martial, sell, sell Martial if you have him. He's injured, right? He's not playing. Yeah. I mean, we, and, like and, we and said, he, he just can't catch any form, right? You can't catch form whenever you play for 45 minutes and you get substituted because you pick up a minor knock and you yeah. keep picking up minor knocks over and over and yeah. over again. And, and I want to be quick here as we're... I mean, I know the question would be Veghorst. I mean, that's an. I think some people might consider Veghorst is it, because Is he's... it about time? <laughs> no, I, I think... Listen, I, I know... He that, said like, it. I've been waiting for that to say that. It. He said for it. Sure. How between... many... Oh man! Sure, that's the, the. I love puns. This is fantastic. No, no one's going to vouch. Uh, I don't think. I'm sure some people. Honestly, are. I'm sure some people. After are. his World Cup antics, maybe, maybe because he was fantastic for Netherlands. They've Valt Veghorst is currently fifth most transferred in for forwards. What's wrong with people? Is he going to even see the field though? He's point seven. Hold on. As right? long as even though you gave that stat, he's only point seven percent. Currently I'm just saying he's owned, but still, I mean, he's behind. He's going to be starting. Oh, he might find his way into some goals. Will he I, though? I, I'm, not I'm just, I'm just, I'm just not going there. I just don't feel. I don't know what. When it comes to no one in in no one but wingers in Eric Ten Hag's uh, system, whatever we want, we want to call it. It doesn't seem like their strikers score. Manchester United gets both matches at home. In this double, yeah, which is, double, double which game. Is so is it is it Captain and it's an Shaw? Outstanding... Is it Captain Rashford? Is it Captain Bruno? I mean, definitely not Shaw. I mean, it, you think not? not you yeah, think not, definitely not Shaw? Yeah, definitely. I not was Shaw. thinking Luke Shaw could absolutely be a. Uh, you think he's going to start both matches? Shaw will start. I don't think they have anybody else that they can play. Do, do, I think I it's mean, Shaw. Yeah, Shaw. I think they're going to do everything they can to protect him to start. Before he's so fragile, though. I mean, ultimately, the city I mean, match. If anybody's Saturday, gonna get it's a Saturday Wednesday him. turnaround. I I think That's fine, but this is why I think paying attention to what they do, you know, over this break. I mean, they they have it's the twenty fifth at Nottingham Forest in the EFL Cup. He won't play that match. January twenty eighth, no. they're home to Reading in the fourth round of the FA Cup. Also won't play that. Probably much. won't play and that. And then much on February first, they're home to Nottingham Forest in the second leg of the EFL Cup. Maybe you will play that match. I, I'm just if I, it goes depending if, on the result. The, I was going to say yeah. if they're win if they're so you're if, saying there's three matches before his next the, Premier League match. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's the first and it's two legs of the EFL Cup. If they if they win at Nottingham Forest. Five nil or You're something right. like He's that. You're right. not playing. No, then. they'll play the academy players in the home match of that. You're of right. The second leg. You're right. I I just don't like. I think the what depending on how seriously they're going to take the EFL Cup. You think home to Reading? Nog will take it seriously. He needs he needs a win. He needs a win. I know. He needs a win. I, he needs top four. Right. So I I would think that 
you know, tomorrow we'll you know we'll know whatever lineup they have for Nottingham Forest. If they go if they go all out for it against Nottingham Forest tomorrow, and they just try to nail that down, yeah, then three days from now, you know, three days from tomorrow, I mean, you know, home to Reading, you might see a completely different, you know, who knows? It just I think they're I still think that cup matches are no one really prioritizes them until it starts to get into like crunch time. They are in the semifinal of the EFL Cup. So I, I, they are... I mean, it's crunch been, time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I it's agree. I agree with plays, that. But, but, uh, at this point, yeah, you're way too close. A trophy is a trophy at this right. point. And, yeah. and Ten Hag would love to have a trophy in the, what, his second second season? Second and a half? Did I think he come he's in technically midway? in his second season because he came in halfway. Yeah. So, but, but at the end of the day, though, he... He needs he needs to to have some kind of return after the Ronaldo debacle, right? Agreed. Ronaldo's now That's gone. Fair. That's a good point. He's he's you know quote righted the ship. Everything is 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 you know it, well, sunshine it, and we, rainbows. We've said on this pod, Funchester United, right? So he needs to ride that wave, and he needs to he needs to ride it towards towards uh, as far in, in any competition he can get. He's the last big club in the Carabao Cup currently, too. It's Newcastle. Yeah. Okay. Forgive me, Newcastle people. <laughs> I'm not trying to throw shade. You let's let's understand the you know the gravitas of that comment. But it's Southampton, Newcastle, Forest, and United left in the Carabao right. Cup. So, you know, technically they're the the most traditional top six club that's left in that tournament. So I'm sure odds are, and I'm not looking at uh, an English uh, betting site, but I'm sure the odds are on that United win that win that cup. Yeah. So for Ten Hag, that'd be that'd be good to win a cup. It really, really Agreed. would. I mean, but it, yeah. and not to not to bring us too far back to Arsenal again, but since we're talking about United Arsenal, um, one thing that we didn't talk about with Arsenal, um, I don't know that we have discussed this at any, or that you guys have discussed this at any point, but um, did you guys realize that Arteta has started seven players in every match? of the Premier League season. The same seven players have, have started every match. That's interesting. There are seven players that have played all 90 <coughs> minutes of I could probably match. tell you who they are. Right, but ultimately that's a that's a big So a big that point. sounds similar to the last team who did that was Leicester right. when they won the title. Exactly right. Right, when they never they had own. when they could start the same lineup almost every single week, yep. you're getting the same performances and you're not having any major injuries. So you could say that that's sort of a good omen. Agree. On if you're trying to win a title, a good omen or something to be worried about because if any one because of them, if, the, if there's a chink in so the armor, all Partey of a sudden gets it becomes magnified. Or Odegaard gets hurt. I was going to say it all falls apart. The, I think. Right? Well, I'll tell you, Odegaard or Partey, an injury to one of those, and or Xhaka, those three. I think. Sure. Granted, those are the three they're playing in midfield. Right. But those three. You know, look, you you look at look at Liverpool when they were crushing. It was Henderson, Wijnaldum, and who? Someone who was always – but it was Henderson, right. Wijnaldum who were always starting every Fubby single did. match, yeah. and they were dominating. That's sort of how – I feel like Xhaka and Partey are playing right now, and then Odegaard yeah. is just – he can't seem to make a wrong step. Agree. So – um, I, I just wanted to point that out. The seven players – in every Premier League match is a big deal, mm-hmm. both from a consistency standpoint in you can count on those players getting the minutes, um, but also from an Arsenal standpoint, uh, 
that's something to, to pay attention to because if any one of them picks up an injury, that could derail things very quickly. Yeah. And I don't want that to happen. But, I mean, as soon as, right. you know, City was in the same situation. You know, you got Pep Roulette and all that jazz. But City was in the same situation. They lost De Bruyne. They lost, you know, defensive players. And all of a sudden, their wheels fell off. Mm-hmm. So just there's a lot of pundits talking right now. Uh, I mean, quite frankly, mostly Jamie Carragher. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, second-guessing Arsenal's ability to stay healthy. Right. And maintain this title push. Yeah. That seven players playing over and over and over and over and over again yeah. is something to keep your eye on, both for an F- FPL and also for Arsenal making a push for the yeah. title. I think what helps them is their youth. Those seven players are younger, most of them. Not all of from them. A, from an injury perspective, yes. From a uh, experience in winning the title, definitely Agree. not. Agree. That's fair because no one. In fact, Ben White recently, someone asked Ben White, you know, about challenging for the title and do they, you know, what would it feel like and he's sure. like well we we don't know we, don't we, know. we haven't been there and, 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 that's that, good. and that was that's, his answer that is a, a wise answer though right, <laughs> right. Like, an honest but <laughs> yeah but maybe concerning answer right? well i mean yeah so all right city we haven't talked about city let's talk about city assets quickly as we are getting close to rounding this up leeds brentford's was zero zero brentford's there's only one brentford it's not brentford's uh, Leeds Brentford. I think, I think was we covered Leeds zero zero. I think we covered Leeds with talking about Rodrigo. Dave, would you like to tell the people at home if they should have uh, Ivan Tony? Ivan Tony. Current, I own Ivan, Ivan Tony. Ivan, I felt good about it. I took a minus four to bring Ivan Tony I, in last week. Ivan Tony and it cost you all your cups, and it cost me the cups. Ivan Tony currently. What a gamble. <sighs> Ivan Tony currently your second most transferred in. For forwards and your third most transferred out. Yeah, people forwards. are undecided on Tony. They don't know what to do. People like me, as after this pot is over, I'll probably make the move in Kedia to uh, Tony out and Kedia in. You better. You better. Well, it just it does make there's sense. No, there's no reason not to. Look, I've ha- I've been having a pretty good fantasy year, especially since the World Cup wild card. I've been able to slowly be climbing the places in our mini league. I did notice that. I will and admit. I'm I was ho- chasing you, and now you're out of reach. <laughs> Listen, I'm just trying to – look, I'm not going to be able to chase the guy to the right of me uh, on this podcast. You don't, you don't know that. Away. I don't you understand. You don't know that. He, he still keeps Salah and still continues to, like, turn in 91s every He's week. so bad at this game, but it, so good at the same time. No one is essential, <laughs> yet no one is non-essential. <laughs> it's it's mind-blowing. I'm like, how does he do that? But he continues to do it. I'm not going to uh, be able to catch him. He's out of reach. But so, I am trying to catch a few people in front of me. And so um, as sad as it is, I lost three out of four cup matches. I'm still in at least one at this point. And then a couple more will start up soon. But I do want to kind of keep the momentum. I think Enkedia, Tony to Enkedia. Yeah. This next week, I think I, that, I, I think you, that's going to end yeah, up being you, a move you, I make. You can't you can't argue with that. So, um, to you want to bridge, you want to get to, you want to get to city. We need to get to city quickly, and that's or we need to finish. What, what were city. you going to say, Travis? Well, I was going to ask about. Okay, so what if you already own Nate and Kedia, and you're looking at Tony, who's your other forwards? Uh, Mitrovic. Okay, to Tony is the question I was going to ask. Mitrovic to Tony is something that I've been considering. There's nothing to not like about Tony, and and that's the thing. Like, so his next four his next next four matchups: home Southampton at Arsenal. Home Palace at United. So 
winnable matches that he can make a difference in. Two of the four, for sure. And, but look, he can score against Arsenal. He can I score was going to say that I, like, Brent, I, Ivan Tony can score against. I feel like Ivan Tony can score against anybody. I was going to say that. I, would I, agree with I that. think they can. Not only that, Brentford's form. I mean, they've been outstanding. I think that's why the Leeds result was so it was so shocking. Because was shocking both ways. More. The one thing you expect is, and I th- I think maybe it's that Brentford's in no danger of dropping in any kind of relegation fight. Leeds is already there, and so I don't. I just I'm not sure what it is that would tighten both of them up to where it gets to yeah. be to be a nil nil. And it was Ivan Tony match. got what he what he got a yellow. I think t- Tony got a yellow card. Let's try to wrap it up in three minutes. Um, so no, I don't, I don't hate that move. I, I just, especially because if Mitrovic, I mean, he took a, it looked like he was getting subbed out of the, He's of the hurt. Spurs match. He certainly hurt. That his ankle, ankle, his yeah, ankle, the ankle cannot possibly yeah. be, it cannot be a hundred percent and he keeps it, playing on it. So Tony is an option for Mitrovic because Mitrovic is definitely hurt at this stage, right? I mean, he was definitely hurt before the World Cup, but then he played in the World yeah, but, Cup. Yeah, but I feel so, like, I, it's as, hard as, to my, say. as my brother Matt told me today, if Mitrovic, even if he's listed as a broken ang- a broken leg, I'm still going to play him. Because right. it's like the guy just shows up every week. It doesn't matter what they have right. listed as. And Fulham, just, that's the thing. Fulham's, Fulham was another team that their form just looked like it wasn't ever going to dip. And then... That's why I think part of it. I mean, I we didn't talk about this, you know, extensively. I benched, I benched to, to go back to. I'm an idiot. Uh, why am I? Why am I winning? I benched Marcus Rashford this week. I absolutely. Oh, I absolutely. Marcus Rashford was my was, was my score? first sub. I got an. I got a seventy nine. Played Mitrovic. Oh, I got I got seventy nine, and I benched. Rashford. I benched Marcus Rashford. I should have played him. <laughs> I, I acknowledge that, but like I said, I needed I needed Mitrovic. I needed his two. I needed Almiron's two or his three or whatever. I needed Salah's two. Like I needed all of those twos and threes because I feel like once the accumulation of that, it really adds up. It's after, better to be lucky than good. I think that's that's what they say, right? Um, I'm saying that because Mitrovic was I was pl- I I wanted to play Mitrovic. They're playing home to. A Tottenham Hotspur team that had conceded what fourteen goals in the previous. Yeah. They, they weren't many exactly matches. a Leaky. defensive Absolute, especially in the first half. Yeah, absolutely sure. horrendous defending from Spurs recently against a Fulham team that seems to be have like just been able to do it and score on whoever, and they didn't. They didn't do anything. They they didn't feel like they were ever really threatening to do anything in that game. Yeah. So my mistake. You win some, you lose some. Dave, you want to talk about Manchester City? Let's talk about City and you set wanna... this thing down. We got two minutes. Two minutes to talk about City. Everyone owns Erling Haaland, right? Yeah. And his ownership at this point. Yeah. I mean, obviously, 85.3%. Nothing is... Uh... 85... I want to say that again. 85.3%, as it should be. That at least tells us that there's... I think I the know. most I think the most FPL thing that happened this season so far was the first time they get a double week, tri- everyone triple captaining Holland, <laughs> and then he <laughs> scores his hat trick the week after uh, yeah, in the exactly. single week. Is the most perfect thing that could have happened uh, for exactly. FPL purposes. Um, Holland's a no brainer. I think the big question after that is, Dave, do, would you like to say anything about Riyad Mahrez to me? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. A couple weeks ago, Brian was saying, I think I'm going to go to Riyad Mahrez. And I said, Brian, you're a f- it's fool's gold. You should not do that. Horrible, horrible decision. A lot of people said that. Um, a lot. But I was absolutely one of them. 
And at this point, I feel like, Brian, I should give the Bart Simpson, or the, I should give the Simpsons apology. Who, who says? It is uh, Mo. It's Mo. Mo the, says this. He answers the phone and goes, I'm a stupid, stupid moron, moron with a big, big butt, butt and a smelly. With an ugly face. With and an ugly face. And a big butt. And a big butt. And my butt smells. And my butt smells. <laughs> and I like to kiss my own butt. And I like to kiss my own butt. Yeah. That That's the apology that I need to offer that's up. That's the point, apology. Because more is... And I'm not familiar with it, so that is uh, kind of jarring it's to one of hear. The, it's one of the early Treehouse of Horrors. Bart, okay. Bart gets like a mind control thing, and he controls okay. what everybody <laughs> okay. can do. Since the so restart. His prank, his prank phone call isn't I... Need to need yeah. to watch that. Yeah, you should check that one out. Since the restart, it is our podcast official apology that we have to say when we are wrong. We are wrong, 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 wrong. <laughs> Since the restart, Riyad Mahrez. Let me double check and make sure I am looking I'm, at his numbers. I, I'll be honest with you, Dave. I probably would have been with you when you were chiding Brian for, Listen, for going that. For the the, past, the, the, the norm, not, he wasn't getting minutes. The normal, the normal. A uh, person sitting in that normal seat also was screaming Would say at me. The same yeah, thing. I was getting so, yelled at for but, two. But two in people. fairness, since normal, the restart, and Brian is Brian, you put your money where your mouth was last week. Yep, I you did. bought him, so you you were the recipient of his his goal this week. Since the restart, Riyad Mahrez six eight six two seventeen six. Oh, I God, guarantee this. I guarantee this. That's a lot. No one has scored more fantasy points than Riyad Mahrez. Since the restart, I, he's at minimum in the top two. The thing that, the thing that's, that's probably the, fair because City's played an extra game. Too. Yeah, well, it's just that fair. that double week. Yeah, the game week twenty, the double week. That was the big thing. And all, what I wanted to see was that he, the it's the minutes, like less the scores. It was eighty-seven, ninety, thirty, and now ninety, ninety, eighty. Like to me, it was, can he stay out there? Can he? Exactly. He's, he's been productive in bursts. We said it. I think every season since he left Leicester, yeah, when he gets a con- when he gets a consistent run of starts, he either team, misses a penalty or he does great. He is one of the most like statistically just absolutely just blows up every time he gets out there, and then that's the exact time that you buy him and he goes straight back to the bench. And now the way he's playing, the thing that the the reason why I'm still. I would still be really bullish about him. I would still be like trying to get to him. Is that Phil Foden wasn't even in the team this week. Foden, whatever is going on with Phil Foden, I'm sure, I haven't looked it up. I'm sure there are stories. It very well could be that Pep just doesn't like the way he's training right now. That he just does not feel like Phil Foden is giving his all when he's out on the, when he's training. It's not hurting them. They have... Everyone who has stepped up in that place, and I would go back to Jack Grealish again, and what a what a per- Grealish shocking the way he has been playing, whether he's getting FPL points or not. Grealish is playing so good right now. Holland is there, and De Bruyne is there. Yeah. So Mares is the like this was the thing, and it's credit to other Manchester City accounts and people who are much more in the know about Manchester City than I would ever be. The thing that they had talked about is that Mares's natural true position is the as on the right wing and Manchester City does not have anyone else there who is dedicated to that position. Mm. Mara's just needed to be there and show up. And I think that was the quote people pulled from Pep on uh, the past couple of weeks was him saying basically like I needed Mara's to remember who he is. 
like that that kind of thing. And then when he finally when like at, since the World Cup, it has been like, wow, Mares. Like the, uh, the game against Spurs was the game that I think should have been yeah. the one where it was like, you're down two nil. After halftime, I know how I was screaming in my car and saying, like, I can't <laughs> believe this is happening again. He's going to get yanked at halftime or whatever. They're going to sub him out just to shake things up, and they didn't. And he stuck with it. And Mares was absolutely instrumental in every single thing in that comeback. Had a, a pass or something to do with all four of City's goals against Manchester or against Tottenham. And then this week, again, like, even in a, a – a game where Holland is the obvious star. I thought about captaining Mares this week. I, I strongly considered it. I'm glad I didn't. But he scores the same as De Bruyne. It's Mares and De Bruyne both getting a, an assist in the game. Like I like to me, you own De Bruyne. I do not. But you own Mares. I own Mares. You have Holland, Mares, and you have own a third. I do city not player? have a third city okay. player. I should have if I was really good at this. I would have sold Salah. Going into the double week, I would have sold Salah for. I would have taken. I, I was already in a minus eight. I should have made it a minus twelve to go Salah to De Bruyne. It would have hurt because De Bruyne That's didn't. De Bruyne didn't play the Spurs game at all. He finished the double game week with five because he got an assist the first game right. and was an unused sub against Spurs, right. and then got an assist only this week. Everyone like people were talking about captaining De Bruyne because of his previous game against Wolves where he had scored what like three goals or four goals or something like that and he didn't do it he just I mean he's really expensive and he's playing really well but it's the Holland show I mean that's yeah. it but to me Mares is not like I like I like I want to root for him so bad I want this to I mean obviously I want this to keep going as long as possible I just think that the way he's playing now and what he's offering for them there isn't Bernardo Silva is not going to all of a sudden just show up and do that one week. They don't have somebody else. It's not Cole Palmer that's going to come in and all of a sudden do that. Like the guys, like they've found a bit more of a formula here, and it's really working right now. And I, I, I it's interesting you say like formula it. though, because Pep has done some really weird tactical things yeah. the last couple of weeks, like really weird tactical yeah. things. I mean, even um, if you had gone to, I mean, last week Julian Alvarez scored. I mean, yeah. Alvarez was is awesome whenever he's out there, and he can barely, he can't, he's he can. never going to get a yeah. run of starts, not without yeah. Holland getting hurt. If Holland got hurt, Julian Alvarez, it would be like Enkedia on steroids. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, it would be like like something to me. I feel like that might even change the way they play going forward. De Bruyne would change so much. I feel like they would ask so much more of all of the other players. I don't want Holland to get hurt. I just want to. I want that. Scott to be clear. does. Yeah, he definitely. Yeah, does. Scott probably definitely does. All right, gentlemen, we are uh, long in the tooth, as they say in this pod. I think we've covered so much. Travis it has been fantastic having you with us. Really appreciate you tolerating Brian and I. What about um, Tottenham? Spurs? Did we cover Spurs? <laughs> Not at all. Spurs. Really? I mean, Kane. Kind of. I mean, he broke a record of. You some, like Kane? He only scored, yeah, it's, it was something that he did. Do you own Kane? I do. Okay, good. I do. Do you? I don't. Okay. Darwin to Kane for me a few okay. weeks ago. All right. Um, I have uh, quickly, I, and look, I think this should should be mentioned. I noticed this as we were we were chatting on here. Serge Aurier, which I know we yeah. referenced we last week. talked about week. him last week. He, uh, this past week against Bournemouth, he did not get anything as it was a 1-1 uh, right. draw, but the three weeks before that, 
10, 8, and 8. I just think, like, I'm looking at their fixtures coming up next couple weeks. Uh, home leads at Fulham. Those are results, like, he's a 4-5. So if you want to get rid of a, of a defender that you don't want and you're like, yeah, I like everyone else and I can make a move in defense, I know it sounds crazy, but Serge Aurier is not bad at a 4-5 for Nottingham Forest making a move there. I just figured, uh, look, if that's my one little toss into the week, I think this next match week, I, look, I think I'm probably going to captain Holland. I think every week it feels like that's not true. I'm not going to captain Holland this week. It will be one of my United. It will be Luke Shaw or Rashford. I mean, and look, that's not groundbreaking yeah. news there, as most people it's are going to have Bruno. A lot of people have Rashford and Bruno Fernandez. Not bad at all. And then they have a little bit bigger decision to make. Do you go with Bruno or do you go with Rashford? I think Luke Shaw should be possibly in the mix of like, can I possibly transfer or can I possibly captain Luke Shaw this week? Some people might say no. I I, I don't know. Something else to keep in mind. I know when they play, I mean, Crystal Palace, I mean, they get them, they get them at home. Like we said they get, you know, the matches are both, both matches home. are at home. Crystal Palace may, depending on, I'm not sure what, happened with Wolf Zaha. I know he left and it was obviously a hamstring. It was obviously bothering him. Uh, who did, who did they play last? Um, uh, when they played Arsenal, it was against your guys. No. Why am I looking at Manchester no. United? No, it was, um, who did Crystal Palace play last? Palace played. I watched the game. I looked at the results. I was just staring at yeah. the results. Palace played. Newcastle. They drew Newcastle. Oh, the draw against Newcastle. Yeah. It was obvious that uh, his hamstring was bothering him in that game. He left early. He ended up sitting down at Correct. one point. You never know with that guy, and I never know with the way they handle him and like because I feel like they have to treat him so differently than they would treat literally any other player that they have. So uh, in the event that there is no Zaha, that I feel like that hurts them. They, I mean, it always ends up hurting them whenever he's not out there. So I would yeah. just like that's that's yet another thing. It's probably enough time between matches. I think, you're, you know, you're saying I, Luke I, Shaw like I'm if, just saying, if you're I'm just saying Luke Shaw. Like it's if it was Manchester United, if it was at Selhurst Park, I feel like you would it would change a little bit the way you the way you view it. I feel like they're you know have the potential a little more danger when they're at home. But on the road at Manchester United, I just to me if it you don't Palace see Benteke not, scoring. Is no, what you're no, saying. Yeah. There is no Benteke <laughs> exactly. to bail them out. Exactly. I don't see Mateta Teke either coming up <laughs> to do that or uh, Edward no, no. to do that either. United's holding two clean sheets in a row. That's where I, that's but, the, but I still go back to will he play both games? Probably, but he's so fragile. Brian, is anyone he's else gonna so is anyone fragile. else gonna sub in in those matches, especially with three cup matches going into those two matches? I don't think so. I and mean, that's I think that is exactly why everyone is saying you we really are not sure if it was anything but a semifinal that's, that's I feel like that's why yeah, it's worth talking about. Yeah, if it was true. it was anything other than that, you'd say, well, they're probably just going to play their bench. They're they're not going to risk their really their strong lineups, but they probably will. I mean, they'll this, somebody good is going to want play. They they'll have to in one of those games or two of those games. I think until well, definitely until January twenty eighth. By the time you hear this, you'll know the result of uh, of the first leg of the EFL Cup. Yeah. You'll know who played in it. You'll know what the second leg is going to look like. Yeah. You'll know how much they'll need to press going in. And it's at home. The second leg is a, is the home match. Yeah. So I, I'm and and that is days before the Premier League restarts. That's a so, fair factor to consider as well. 
for sure. Yeah. Anyway. Next matches. There's a Friday match on February the 3rd. Yep. Right? So just I want to throw that out there. There's a yep. warning, February the 3rd. But look, today is January, as we record this, January 23rd. Say 23rd. Today 24th. is January 24th. And so we have a little bit more than a week before the next match week. So the, this this weekend is covered with FA Cup, Carabao Cup matches, and then it's going to carry you all the way through until the following week. Unless something weird happens and we decide next Tuesday that it's a, we were necessary to do this again. Probably not, as this pod has been longer than most. So what? So Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> So so what? All right, fantastic. All right, this is our moment. Have we missed anything? Any any last blurbs that have crossed your mind? You've looked at your lineups and you're like, man, I feel like we should have mentioned this. Now is the time. This is it, it, normally Travis. This is Brian's one last thing. Um, that's this not is, true. Norm- I, I copied that after Van Pelt. This is not. It's normally the moment where Scott says, Brian, is do you have anything, you have anything else? else? And that's I true. say no. Brian, do you have it, anything else? No, but, but <laughs> yes, it's perfect. It's perfect. The one thing, no, I really don't have anything else. No. I feel like we did a really good job. Okay, like, these are all of the we covered all of the pressing issues. I think that Travis, anything else? No, sir. Okay, all right. Uh, captain's picks. Uh, look, it's got to be Holland. Always got to be Holland. I mean, there's even though that United has a double. I I honestly. I'm second guessing that coming statement. Coming from a person yes. who has been burned at least twice for not captaining Holland early in the season, and I got completely he's roasted. He's just a freak, man. He's just a freak. His the city's next match is is at Spurs. I mean, he can easily score a hat trick in the first the Sunday half match eleven thirty against Perisic. Sure, sure. So you would favor captaining. Holland over I'm honest, Bruno, I Shaw, or I am going Rashford. to Captain Holland. Okay. For better or for worse, I'm going to Captain Holland. I'm going to leave oh, the chip on Holland. I am tempted to move it to Rashford, who I do also own, or sh- not not that tempted to move not it to Shaw. Shaw. Okay. But again, because ultimately, yeah, six points is great, but any goal from Rashford or Holland negates that immediately, okay. right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, Brian. No, that's a good point, Brian. I yeah, it's gonna be either Rashford or Bruno. Okay. I think it's probably just I think just for it's probably gonna be Rashford. I, I have a tough choice. He's so okay. He's so, so hot ha- right now. Holland, too. Rashford. I have a really tough choice. I have Rashford. I don't have Bruno. I have Rashford and Holland, and then I also have Shaw. I have to figure out what I'm gonna do yet, and I don't know because I I've been burned by not captaining Holland, and I've sworn yeah. I'm just gonna leave the captainship on him, and whatever happens happens. Um, so we'll see. Although Rashford is so tempting, I mean Rashford in his last five have produced. Have you five, eight, ten, two, and seven? I yeah. I, I was, you're making me want to switch. What I was gonna say. One of the reasons why too. That I don't think I, he'll play both. The reason why I benched Rashford was I thought that Casemiro being out was going to hurt them more, and it's and still even with him not being there, Rashford it still it, yeah, it was he's, it he's such he's such class. Um, do you still have a triple captain? Uh, of course. Did you use your triple captain? I have not yet. So I think that's the. I mean, the whoa. Like are the, you touting a triple captain? You're right. 
home matches, both yeah. home, and that, with a, a really guy who's point. one of the hottest players since wow. they got back from the World Cup. It, he's wow. still the it. hottest player. I, I would, I would absolutely, I would absolutely argue that he's the I, I, hottest yeah, player. Yeah, I'm not even. I'm. It's not even a question of captain. I think the real question is: Will, will you get a better opportunity to triple wow. captain someone again? In two home matches against teams that oh. are just not fantastic and especially leads who are not afraid to just open it up they're gonna go for it no matter yeah. what they yeah. will lose six nothing if it means they still have a chance to win since the world cup wild card since the world cup break 14 5 8 10 2 7 one time rashford has not given you a return and it was against palace now ironically that was away at palace not at home palace so yeah Palace and Leeds. Fantastic two, point. Two pa- You're right. A hot player, two home matches I mean, against look, the, teams that don't have great defensive the, um, records. In the wow, good point, Brian. In the Manchester United, how double, are you going to bring that thunder right here at the end of the pod? In the Manchester it's, United double week that happened in game week 20, which I think everyone, you know, everyone had kind of gone to a lot of these players before anyway. The correct choice for captain that week was Bruno Fernandez. He got a 10 and yeah. a 9. Manchester right. City scored a goal against Manchester City, got two bonus, scored a goal against Crystal Palace, and got three bonus. So Bruno, Bruno's gotten you a return in every week since game week 18. So that's a guy who's on form 6, 6, 9, 10, 5. So you talk about guys who have scored a ton of points yeah. since the restart. I think Bruno's up there easily with Mares and yeah. Rashford and anybody no. else. To me, it's a it it feels like more of a coin flip. I trust Rashford more just because I feel like Bruno is always such a fluky. Yeah, scorer. I hate him. He's one of my least <laughs> right? favorite players. But I think everyone kind of deep down hates him. Rashford's uh, much more uh, much more likable. I think. I mean, it, you talked me into it's, it. It's a tough. I mean, this is it's gonna to me. I just don't know what double week you're gonna get better than this. I agree. Home matches against I already, this I already kind moved of the chip in and, and hit the triple captain. Wow. While we while you were talking. We love on pod changes. I mean, you just you started Man. talking about Fernandez and I tuned out and I just moved, <laughs> I just moved over to Rashford and you covered your ears like his goal celebration. Yeah, la 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 you didn't hear that. <laughs> yeah. I am I am absolutely considering it. Seriously, like again Well if Grapes does it then I'm changing away so, from him so just throwing oh that out there so i boy so let me know if you decide to be captain rashford so i can <laughs> you move can on pull the chip uh, uh, you and ben i'm gonna so, have to check quick. oh league ben i i don't i mean as it stands right now i mean manchester city does have another double in game week 23 i saw that too uh, and i thought Who, about it but it's the home day, day, home develop yeah. you like that at arsenal but martinez is tough don't like that at arsenal the actual best game of the season what a massive! It'll be a nil-nil draw. <laughs> what probably. A, what a probably. massive! I don't are. know. I don't know. The, 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 the United or. Arsenal match has a lot to to build. I That's mean, that, that match was fantastic. that was a great match. Can you believe that Manchester City is playing the second game of a double against so That's against tough. Spurs two, a, a week ago? The second game of their double is at Arsenal. It they, hasn't, they go it hasn't Sunday, been Wednesday. wicked favorable for and, them. And, you know, Pep won't complain about that for sure. But you know, behind closed doors, he's like, "Are you? Are you?" Thinking? Oh yeah, for right. Sure. Like that, that, they have to be talking about. That. I would be worried about. I mean, honestly, I would be worried about Holland and Mares and all of the norm. Like now, the more nailed starters, I'd be more worried about them not 
getting starter minutes against Villa. Correct. Yeah, for sure. Especially Mares, who historically hasn't gotten starter minutes consistently anyway. I just think I think for they the eyes would be all on at Arsenal Wednesday. There's no doubt 15th. Pep is is. And he said, "Think of what that. Think of how that changes the season. They get a win at yeah. Arsenal. What that does to the. What that does to the gap. I know it's point not, swing. Oh, six, the old if, six if Arsenal massive. could somehow get a win in that match, that'd be title, that'd be title race over. I think maybe, everyone would maybe. say. Maybe, but uh, Pep. I, I think again, as we're shutting this pod down, Pep offered recently some just glowing admiration for Arteta, saying when he was here, all I was doing was learning, and I which." I don't think he had to. He wasn't in a position. Yes, I think they're friends, but he wasn't in a position in that interview to like where he had to say that. And and I just wonder, like here recently, you've mentioned City's doing some weird tactical things. Yeah, and you wonder, like that stuff wasn't going on. I don't think when you look back at when Arteta was on staff there, and I'm not. I'm not saying that Arteta was a part of all Pep's good moves. But it is interesting. Your backroom staff does have an effect on you as a manager. And like when you see weird moves like that, you're like, really? City did that in the first half? And then they made three halftime changes. And then all of a sudden they came out, right? That was like three games ago. I don't remember who that was yeah. against, but we know the game we're I'm referencing. It was weird. <laughs> and so, you know, it's it just, I don't know. It, it's just it's just really interesting. But I think I say all that to say, I think there was just glowing respect. There's glow, respect there between um, Arteta and Pep and. Uh, in, in both ways, and that game is going to be absolutely massive. It's bizarre that that yeah. happened to be the one when the Queen died and it got postponed, and then it's going to way later in the season where it actually means more now. Sure, surely it seems. So it it is. It's uh, it's going to be fun. The other the other consideration. I mean, I'm like just thinking triple captain down the road. Uh, the the match that Arsenal has that's yet to be scheduled is a home match against Everton. Oh wow. I don't know I don't know what week adding a home <laughs> match against Everton is going to be bad. Would be bad. Yeah. So whatever week that happens, if it happens anywhere between weeks 24 and 29, it could be adding home Everton to either Aston Villa, Leicester, Bournemouth, Fulham, Crystal Palace, Leeds. But then it turns into roulette. Like, do you get triple captain Saka? Do you triple captain Odegaard? Right. Do you triple captain Enkedia? Like, they have it, it, that. I think that's the thing with them. You would ca- you maybe you think of captaining one of their players that week, but there's too many good options. Right. Where with yeah. United, there's really You're two, one or two. Yeah, two, two. It's Bruno and Rashford, right? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, maybe a stretch in Shaw. Big horse is going for. It's not about. It's not about time. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Valt, All right, Valt's going to hammer. We are bringing this pod. Thankfully, we're sort of. This isn't like a normal two week, two week uh, difference. But there is no Premier League games this weekend. We got to wait uh, a week from Friday till we see matches. But this extra long podcast will get you to that point. And uh, I believe we've just about covered everything we could for the FPL America podcast. This is David Smith. Until next time.